Listeners, please note, although this podcast does talk about Gated FC and its employees, we are not connected officially in any way with Gated Football Club. We do work closely and would like to remind listeners that if you message in, remember that you are talking about real people and their jobs. So please contact the show, have your say, but do it in a thoughtful and considerate manner. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live. It is Sunday, 9 o'clock. There's going to be only one thing. We're sitting here waiting for your messages. What has happened with Gates of FC over the last seven days? And how has it affected you? Please let us know. You can tweet us at Heed underscore Army. And of course, there is the chat facility that will be going throughout the podcast. If you're new or old to Gated Football Club, your views are just as important as everybody else's. So come on, join us, have your say, and let's spread the word of Gated FC. Don't forget that all of our shows are there to be listened to if you are new to the podcast, and you can hear all of our back catalogue over the past few seasons. It's all there to listen to and it's all there to talk about in future shows. So remember, share the show with your friends. If they are new to Gateshead as well, why not get them involved? We want everybody talking about Gateshead Football Club, but more importantly, going down on a match day. The show is brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions, your number one stop for all of your printing needs. And also, we'd love to say a massive thank you to Smooth and Terrell for helping the show sound as good as it is. So have a listen out for them and search for them on Facebook and on Twitter. or Curzon Ashton, they're having their replay tonight. Number 28. MK Dons got to the fifth round in 2013. Number 58. Are taking on number 58, Spennymoor Town from the Northern Premier League in the first round for the first time. Number 21. So we have Gillingham. Quarter finalist in 2000. Number 69. It's Gillingham against Brackley Town from the National League North. Number 50. Alfreton Town or Gateshead. Number 30. And their opponents will be Newport County, rock bottom of League Two at the moment, but. With a new man in Grey Wesley now in charge. Well, hello and welcome to the Heed Army podcast live. The FA Cup draw has been made, but we're not in the first round yet. So, were you there on Saturday? It seemed like Gated, um, well, 
got themselves out of trouble uh, late on with two Sam Jones goals. And, um, well, if you're there, let us know about it. Were gated? I mean, I, there wasn't any um, radio commentary, was there? So I haven't read much about it because at the time uh, when I was watching the scores on uh, the, on Twitter, I was thinking to myself, you know, did we get out of jail or were we just unlucky in the first half? Or, you know, was it just the flow of the game? So if you were there, let us know. We know there was quite a few gated fans down there and we know you are making a noise and um, say Sam Jones pulled them goals back for us. Also as well, we've got um, Bernard McWilliams on the phone tonight. He's going to be talking to us about this um, open forum meeting, the second open forum meeting of Gated Supporters Club. So getting yourselves along there because um, if you want to have your say and do your part... Um, it's that time to do it um, and that'll be on Thursday at the Aladine Club but we will talk about that more in depth with Bernard and um, also as well we'll be looking forward to next week's uh, next weekend's away game um, away to Maidstone and um, yeah so but also Wednesday night at home to Alfreton with the FA Cup replay uh, Mickey as I say we haven't got Andrew with us tonight he said his mum's having tea uh, so we hope it tastes nice uh, but so. the FA Cup draw as you heard there at the beginning of the show without getting too carried away not a bad draw for either side not a bad draw at all um, bring up while a pitch gate affair again if we can get through um, oof. Great chance for both sides because I think Newport's on a right old sticky wicket. Yeah. Um, and whoever wins has got to fancy the chances against Newport. I mean, let's not write Newport off so they're not going to come here and roll over. No, no. And our home record against Newport is absolutely shocking. Yeah, but we don't so, want to get too carried away. We've yeah. got Alfred and got to give them respect. They went 2-0 oh, up right. on Saturday. Um, and as I say, we want to know if you were there, let us know all about it. And um, you know how to contact us. But Dan Bell, he's um, first one messaging on the chat facility. Evening, lads. Really got out of jail on Saturday. Absolutely battered them once we got back to two all. But hopefully we can finish them off on Wednesday night. Uh, very wi- uh, winnable tie if we do get through, though. Um, well, yeah, we've, we've went our lessons looking too far ahead. We've got to look only at Alfreton. And um, that's, that's as far as it goes, really, for the FA Cup dream. Get that out of the way. And then you can start to look forward to the game after that. But... Yeah, um, it says there that we were all over them when we got back to 2-2. It's more about what I want to hear about was what was it like when we were 2-0 down. It didn't mm. sound too good and I believe there was an injury to Niall Bell as well. Aye, I um, don't know how bad it is, but who knows. But um, I must admit, when um, we went 2-0 down, I think I tweeted for FFS Gated Manhawe. Yeah, I mean, I, when it was 2-0, I kind of gave up. I think I posted something on Facebook along the lines of thanks, Gateshead, uh, <laughs> another FA Cup uh, gone. But, you know, we, we live to fight another day, yeah. as um, Dan Bell said. And, it, you know, that was it's magic, the FA Cup. We've kept ourselves in it and we've still got, a, you know, a chance. And we know what we can do at home, uh, not being disrespectful to Alfreton. They're not doing, they haven't got the greatest league form, but, you know... Cup, I know, I know, and uh, but as I say, we've got to be uh, happy that we're still in there. And um, in t- just a little look around as well. Uh, Northeast neighbours, Spenny Moore got MK Dons away, yeah, um, so good luck to them. They've got uh, a, you know, it's... JC Chance, Robbie Ramshaw, Graham Armstrong. I'm sure they'll have a great day. Hopefully, hopefully, and um, say we wish them all the best as well. Um, right, well, still, still plenty of time. As I say, still plenty of time. Of course, as we've just started, we're only seven minutes in. <laughs> um, but want to know uh, how you feel about the FA Cup draw as well. Um, Dan Bell put they turned up at two p.m. and we t- uh, turned up at half four. 
so we must have had a, a slow start to the game. But, I mean, is it one of them things where, I mean, without being cocky, we were the bigger side going into that game. Um, you know, full-time outfit against the Conference North side. Did, did we think we could roll them over? I don't know. I don't um, know. I, I, I just think credit if Alfred, basically, I mean, it's one of them games It was always going to be a hard game. Uh-huh. And also as well, what we haven't mentioned as well, the man of the moment in the past two weeks, Sam Jones, five goals in three games, two against his former side as well there at Alfreton. So nice to see him go back and put on a show. Uh, Just a pity it wasn't coming away with the, the I nearly said the three points with the win uh, uh, on that one. But I we, his second goal was an absolute stormer. Oh, well, who, I haven't seen any highlights yet. It would be nice they, to see some. Apparently Alfreton and Tim Diem, so... Yeah, um, but yeah. And uh, also as well, big thank you to everyone that's retweeted the show tonight. Um... And, well, Christopher Holmes, he said he had three TVs on, uh, like Grandad from Only Fools and Horses when the draw was on, because I think he didn't want to miss Emmerdale. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, we've got a strange bunch of gated fans. We always knew that, but uh just seems the ones that listen to the podcast are even stranger. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, but uh, we are going to be speaking to Bernard McWilliams shortly. Uh, I mentioned it at the, at the beginning of the show. Um, there is another supporters club open forum about how they're going to take the supporters club forward. Um, over the past 18 months, it's kind of went a bit quiet on that front. And um, it's been, well put together they had the meeting the other week um with some ideas and stuff and richard bennett and julie bennett were there and um listening to all the ideas and uh, things that are coming there were some great noises coming from the fans and we just want more people to get involved so we'll be speaking about that with bernard very shortly but we want you to get in contact with the show as we always do and um see you can do it on twitter and on the chat facility and this is how you do it and please do get involved because it is your show about your team It's that time of the show where we want you to get involved. So you can send us your messages, send us your thoughts, send us your views. And you can do it in a number of ways. You can do it via Twitter at heed underscore army. That's how you get to us. And also you can do it on the chat facility on the Spreaker website that we are broadcasting on. And the way you can do that is by signing in with your Facebook account on the Spreaker website or app. And you can talk to other listeners and us throughout the show. Remember, you can listen on the move as well. You can download the Spreaker app, go into it, search for the Heed Army, and you can listen to us live when you're out and about on your mobile phone. Or you can listen to one of our older shows if you are just joining us for the first time. So why not do that and get involved with the Heed Army Podcast Live, brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions. Yes, that is how you message us, and um, well, someone has obliged on Twitter, and uh, I say Andrew isn't here, so Mickey will take over Twitter corner. 
James M. Gowland's, but what were these great ideas, or are they secret hush-hush? Well, to answer that question, we've got Brian, uh, Bernard McWilliams on the phone. Hello, Bernard. Welcome to the Heed Army podcast. Oh, hello. Sorry. He says sorry, but he didn't He didn't answer the phone when we rang during the advert. Um, Bernard, um, it's great to have you on the show again. Um, See, so we've got this meeting, the second meeting, um, coming up on Thursday at the Aladdin Club. We've just had a message from James M. Gowland, because we've mentioned in the show, he said, what are these ideas and are they a top secret hush-hush? Well, um, Bernard, if you'd like to give a little synopsis of the first meeting that we had at the Aladdin Club. Yeah, the, the first meeting was basically just to try and rest of it up with uh, interest in people getting more involved with what the supporters club can do to help the club. Um, things just seem to be getting rather quiet. Uh, support dwindled. The quiz night um, lacked the support, and that obviously fell by the wayside. And uh, it just felt, well, you know, what direction are we going? And perhaps we need to to, to revisit things. And um, we had quite a, a, a healthy meeting. Um, two main things came out of it, um, which we're looking into. Uh, First one was to um, basically see if we can improve the match day experience uh, when people go to the ground. Uh, we lost the the copy ball because of the weird arrangements. James, we've got the mid ball, which is open now at, um, before and after the match, and it's just trying to come up with an idea to be more support orientated. Yeah, and that was obviously to get out and um, say we mentioned the bar. We know that there's meetings going to be happening with the council to hopefully have that middle bar as a, maybe as a supporters hub for the Gated fans after the game. And um, one of the ideas that was thrown about was about having a players um, man of the match as well to have like presentation and interview with um, players after the game as well to make, as I say, to make it feel more like a match day experience. Well, that's it. I know the. Um supporters in the past and then uh, BBC Newcastle picked one official corporate man of the match but the idea is going perhaps looking into a way where supporters can tweet near the end of the game uh, we can find out who the supporters would pick as man of the match and then get him along and a couple of the other players along after the game and a chance to meet the players because let's face it you know we've got the coffee ball where players used to come through and meet some of the fans and have a bit of interaction and I think the um, the fans have had this bit of disconnect because the way things have changed, where mm-hmm. they don't have that contract with players anymore. Yeah, so I mean, trying to put that back into it, but not just after the match. We're also looking to do things pre-match, um, perhaps a, a quick talk in with a fast player, um, ask them how they think the, the forthcoming games going to play out. You know, who, who they think that you know the key players are, um, how past games have gone. Um, so hopefully, have a little bit of interaction before the game. Um, as well as a, a bit of a presentation on behalf of the supporters at the end of the game. Yeah, and uh, as I say, there was lots more ideas that were bounded about, and obviously, we, we, I think we, we could probably chat all night about um, ideas that were, you know, said on the night. But all great, and um, but I, I think it's a building blocks that we want to get in place, well, and, and, and more it's, people it's, involved as well. It's all down to getting as many people involved with as many ideas as possible. There is a post on the supporters' Facebook page tonight reporting on where uh, things went at that uh, first meeting and basically saying, look, you know, if you can make it come along, any ideas is a worthwhile idea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the other uh, thing is to try and, and, and develop away travel, which has been very poor of, of late, yeah. uh, mainly because of costs, but also because it, it, it's difficult getting the balance at our level to get enough fans to go. So you have some fans who, you know, perhaps don't make it as welcome for other fans, and we're trying to improve the situation and make it so any fans make well, hopefully, but more sort of family orientated. Um, and get as many people to away games as possible. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll say that well, even on the podcast, we tried to create a community aspect of, of having all the fans together, all pushing in the right direction. And as I say the club are keen to have that as well because uh, obviously um, Richard and Julie and um, uh, Peter Grant were at the meeting as well, and they were very interested to hear what fans have to say. And that's something we want to get across on the podcast is that. The club are willing to listen to ideas, and they want to hear from um, gated fans as well. It, it's just one. It's one of them things oh, that yeah. works both ways. You're right there. It is good to have a situation where um, dialogue's moving along with the club direct. It's also fair to say that you know the club's gone through um, massive changes over the last year. Uh, it's been a lot of good things going. There's, there's also been a learning curve the new owners uh, mm-hmm. taking on a lot of responsibility in a lot more hands on approach. And it's good to see Richard in essence pushing us, saying, well, you know, we're trying to do our bit and we want to work with supporters. And it's basically down to us as supporters to, to get off a backside and, 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 you know, come along and not just be critical sitting in the stands. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps saying, well, you know, if we could help to do this and, and do something to, to get some more fans along, or wouldn't do something which is which, which is where I came following Gated, um, was where you were made welcome by the fans. You, there was that sort of family environment where, you know, you, you weren't just going to a football match and, and you were a number in the crowd. Mm-hmm. The crowd at Gated made you part of their family, and that's yeah. why you stayed at Gated. And, and it's a lot of changes have happened and, and I just feel in some way we've lost that a little bit Yeah, um, but I don't think it would take much to get it back on track well, I think, as I say, I think that I think what everyone kind of agreed of at the first meeting, and I would encourage as many people to come along to the second meeting. And if you want to get involved and help, I think that, that as you mentioned, there was the family atmosphere, and we want to get that back. And I think if if meetings go well with the council, I mean, we we, we don't know you know what's happening, but I know the club are very keen to help us um, or help get that support that um, middle bar that used to be the dance studio in the town and where stand as a bit of a hub a bit of a place and get it decorated like a you know, gated themed bar, you know, some old shirts up there and things like that. And I think that's that'll hopefully bring everyone back together and pointing in the right direction. Because at the moment it's just well as you say it's kinda of non existent on a match day the the atmosphere, isn't it, amongst the fans? Well that's the whole point, you know, well, well, it, it, you do at times feel as Chances there now to 
también amor, el Hiromi, que es parte de yeah, I thought, sorry, sorry Bernardo, you just, yeah, you just cut out a little bit there. I was just, uh, just to recap, what if, um, if you could say that again, just because uh, it, it just, it just went out a little bit on our end. No, all I was saying is just basically the way it used to be with that middle bar. It, it, the opportunity is there to to bring that back and, and make that back into a, you know a, a venue for the e army, mm-hmm. a venue where you know we the maybe we're on, and if we as fans couldn't together, not just the odd one or two, but you know we needed be willing to stand up and, and get involved and that hopefully then working with the club, working with the council gives us something to act moving forward on. The, 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 the opportunities there, you know, we haven't got one on ground mm-hmm. then let's be, let's be realistic, you know, own ground is way, way, way off in the future, but we do have a venue, we do have an opportunity to turn something into our, our own venue and if we can work with the club and the council that would be fantastic and yeah. I think things can move on from there. And I think that the biggest thing that I think we'd like to get across from the podcast is that, I mean, obviously, you know, we know ourselves trying to get people to do things, uh, to talk on the podcast can be quite hard. And it's the same with the supporters club, but we do hope that people will come along. It's Wednesday, 7 o'clock, is that right, or 7.30 start? Well, that's what uh, time we kick off against... <laughs> Uh, sorry, Thursday, 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 sorry. Yeah, Thursday, sorry. So please don't go to one Aladdin Club on, on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the National Stadium. Yeah, but uh, so it'll be Thursday. That's on Thursday. It kicks off at about half past seven. Half past seven, and 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 yeah. to say we can't emphasize enough. Come along and you know put your put your thoughts in, and to hopefully get involved because that's uh, you know it's what we need. Ideas are good, but we need people to back them up as you well. Need movers exactly. and shakers, don't you, Bernard? Everybody wants. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, certainly are. I'm saying, Bernard, when you've got, it's already right putting ideas, but you need people and all sort of be a mover and shaker to be stuck, get stuck in as well. It's I've done it myself well, and I, I've I, witnessed I, it. it you, know? Help, you know, you, you, you're right there. Maybe you, you need to have people who are willing to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I got a message on the forum. Uh, sorry, on, on Facebook after the post of of, of Danny Manju who can't make it, but he's saying, you know. He would love to see the, 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 an event happen um, around the Christmas time. And he, he, he says straight away, look, you know, I'll put my hand up and I'll stick in there and get involved. That's is great. I'll put that forward for you. And hopefully, you know, there we are. I've got one volunteer who's willing to, mm-hmm. to get involved to help organise something. That, that's what it takes, you know. It can't just be left to, like, to, you know, the, 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 the few that do it all the time. Yeah. But we didn't have the end of season do, and, and I, I feel terrible for it, but adding that time to it, sorted. It, it, it needs the fact that, you know, if, if somebody needs to step forward, put the hand up and say, well, look, I'll tell you what, I can, I can not organise that. And it, 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 there's not a great deal involved, you know, looking at printing tickets or mm-hmm. getting leaflets or, or passing the word or just even keep repeating things on Facebook and, and on Twitter. It, it gets the word out there. There's all sorts of ways people can help in, in their small capacity. You know, we're not saying we need people to, to, to commit uh-huh. loads of time. It's just every little bit of every little person helps the whole bigger picture. It certainly yeah. does. And Bernard, I'd say, how did you feel about the draw tonight? Did you watch it? Uh, well, I did, yes. Um, it, it, it was one of those ones where, you know, you're going and you keep, you keep hoping that us, and, and, oh, I forgot the very lowest placed team, I think, were drawn just before us. And I thought, that would be great. And then you, you see Cambridge United were drawn, I thought, oh, this is going to be us against them. And then when we came out first, I thought, well, 
you just you just know we're going to get somebody from the past from a new fork game as well, of course. That's what it is in the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as I say, we're, uh, we're looking forward to Wednesday's game as well. Uh, you know, yeah. hopefully we can. And exactly, we... we've got to do that first. You know, we're going yeah. to do the business then before you know. We were, and, and, and in a way, this is delayed. One of the other things that were coming out uh, that I was in a situation where we tripped to North Ferriby. We had um, a, a, a bus being able to put on guaranteed maximum price ten pound. Uh-huh. Uh, but as it happens. Could, it could be FA Cup with second any look, round, yeah. With any luck, we don't need to worry about that because we're still in the FA Cup. Yeah, well, hopefully... Well, I think, as I say, the only thing we want to try and, and, and get away travel down to reasonable cost... Um, but also as well, but to say what, what, what also was mentioned at the, the earlier meeting was about uh, hopefully being able to subsidise the buses through events and things, you know, through exactly. the, through supporters club uh, events and you know domino cards on match days and things, helping to subsidise to get the away cost travel down because it is expensive. We know that it's not a cheap well, thing anymore. Um, so the, the game away on Saturday, you have a, a classic example. You know, okay. Uh, Low fell lads put their bus on, but I had numbers dropped out. We had a few games. Uh, we managed to make it up. I had big hope the prices would be twenty-five pounds. Last minute, a couple of people drop out, and then um, people end up paying. I think it was about twenty-seven or twenty-nine pounds. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. You expect to pay twenty-five. I know it's only three or four quid extra, but you know if you're on a budget, that three or four quid could mean that you wait the match and you can't afford a pie, or you can't get a program. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you need to fix these prices beforehand. But you, how, how do you fix the price on, on 50 people on the bus? You kind of divide it yeah. by 50. I mean, look, you've always got to look well, there's only 20 turn up. Yeah. You still got to pay for the bus. I mean, it's like West Brom last year, uh, a couple of years back, uh, it was me and Tony and, I, <coughs> and my daughter, and it, it still cost 60 quid to West Brom yeah. for the two of us. I mean, I'm sorry, we're 25 quid for a kid. I'm not having to go, but people are. No, exactly. I, I would pay it, but. If someone like yeah. out and say, "Oh, I fancy going to West Brom," and they say how much yeah. it is for a problem, kid, with, the problem you have is if if that bus every seat's got to be paid for. Oh, if, no. if, mm-hmm. if you try, that's a, that's the problem. You try and work it out and and, and make a, a kid's price at ten quid. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you had fifteen kids turn up on the bus, mm-hmm. you know the pocket. Yeah. Oh, and no. That's the problem when yeah. you run buses at, at cost, and that's oh, what right. what I've always done. I run buses not to make money, not to make a profit. Well, as I say, we're, we're looking at raising money for different events and doing domino cards of games, with, which is, is the way we're going to go to. When a, somebody's willing to sell a domino card at a couple of games, um, you know, ten pound here, twenty pound there, it goes in. It just means right. that yes, yeah. we're going to turn around and say that bus is mm-hmm. no more than tenner. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've got the, we're going to have the bar. It goes down to the next travel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, to say that these these are the, the the sort of ideas and things that will be brought up at the meeting. So, as I say, yeah. Thursday, get there for seven seven thirty kick off. Have your say and hopefully get involved. Um, as I say, that that's what we want everyone to do. So, and Bernard, just before you go, how's the knee? Oh, don't ask. What are you oh. doing? <laughs> what are you doing? The I'm knee? I'm an agony. What are you doing, Nick? You haven't. You done? No, no, what's the name? No, I mean, my knees, my knees, my knees, it's a tenfold adjustment. Is this? Oh, God. Oh, well, uh, on that note, my phone's fell over twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, as long as it's not a twisted testicle, mate, you're all right. Uh, well, well, I could be worse, actually. Uh, I could have, I could have had it, uh, 
testicular torsion brand. Oh, yeah, well, it runs in the family. But, um, <laughs> say, Bernard, thank you very much, and hopefully it's a great turnout on Tuesday, and enjoy the match on... Oh, on Thursday, sorry, and enjoy yeah, the match on, on Thursday, Wednesday. And I hope that it's a good turnout on Wednesday as well. Yeah, uh, definitely. And also, we have got to mention as well that the prices have been reduced. £10 for adults, £5 for concessions, and I think it's £2 for under-16s, isn't it? So, yeah. um yeah. That's great. Get yourselves along. And Bernard, once again, Cheers, thank guys. you very much, and we'll see you soon. Will do. Cheers, Cheers, thank Cheers, you. Bernard. Take care. There we go. Bernard McWilliams there from the Supporters Club talking about what is on the cards, really. And if you want to get involved, please do. Um, get along there. Have your say. Nothing's, you know, nothing's there to be poo-pooed at, really. If you've got an idea, who's to say none of, no one else has come up with it? You know, and, yeah. and it might just be one of those magical ideas. And also, if you want to help out with anyone else's ideas or things, because uh, me and Mickey, I'll tell you, when we've been going to Gated for probably too many years, and when yeah. we first started going, it was a different atmosphere. Yes, it was a... Oh, God, my phone just keeps diving onto the floor. Um... It was a. I know it was a different time, different club. Um, you know, we weren't, weren't following a professional club, but I think we can get back to some of them wholesome roots as fans on our part because it's all well and good that we've got. You know, we've had great chairman and and you know that are willing to put their money in. You know, and 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 you know subsidise us to be a full time side. Well, fans have got to put their effort in as well, and we've been big advocates of that for a long time. You've got to get. That's why there's podcasts here. We want to get behind the club, and we want as many. Even if we just if if we entice one person to come down by listen to the the podcast, then that's great. It's another person through the door. We want to build it, and as I say, if you want to get along to that meeting, please do so. I'll see you so. Yep, but, uh, definitely. I'll call again because I've got the band. So. Yeah, well, we've got a message from our sponsors, and when we come back, we've got a message from the lovely Trush Wilson. Show sponsors, Trade Print Solutions, would love to share with the listeners one of their current fantastic offers. If you are after business cards, look no further than Trade Print Solutions. Their current offer is 500 business cards, fully coloured, double-sided on 400 gram silk or matte laminated finish, and all of that for just £20, including free UK delivery. So if you want to promote yourself or your business, look no further than Trade Print Solutions. So have a little look on Twitter, on Facebook, and of course, Google Trade Print Solutions, and you can find all of their offers up and coming on their website. Whoops, forgot the word, forgot that the advert was on there. Um, right, uh, Trish Wilson, good evening. Would you mention the bus that is running to Geisley on Tuesday the 25th? Uh, should be enough interest. Uh, should there be enough interest? Well, hopefully there is. And as I say, if we can win on Saturday, um, you know, get that momentum going because we've got a good feel-good factor around the club. And, um, well, we know what happens when there's a uh, good feel fa- good feel factor around the club. Uh, you know, you start to win games and get on a run. And if you get on a run, anything can happen. And Beggy Higgins, any games near Loughborough? And Dan Bell, the man of the moment, is put um, the best you'll get is Solihull Moors in January. So, yeah. Um, well, hopefully she can get to a game. And obviously she's at uh, university there in Loughborough. And we hope it's just, well, it's good to know she's listening in uh-huh. from her university time there. Twitter's been very quiet. We'd like some more messages. You have been very quiet. Now. Is all watching the Man U game? Um, right. Well, 
just seeing uh, that Danny Johnson's back on Wednesday as well, isn't he? Mm. So that has got to be a good help for us. Uh, to it depends have... which fan you talk to, really. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, uh, I, I'll quite like Danny, but I know he splits the, uh, the supporters. Mm-hmm. Oh, you uh, know what you're going to get from him if the ball's passed through to him, he's going to run onto uh, it. And, uh, I think, to be honest, if, if Niall Bell's not going to play, you know, obviously Danny Johnson's going to go straight in, isn't he? Yeah. So, um, it's just Sam Jones at the minute. He's just on fire, isn't he? Yeah. Well, as I mentioned earlier on, it's great to have... You know, I mean, in pre-season, he looked dangerous. And you thought, oh, and then it took him a little while to break into the squad. And then he broke in and then he settled. And obviously, you know, the goal down at uh, Tramia helped his confidence. No end. Oh, and, and then, you know, another four goals later after that game. Um, you know, you, you've just got to admire what he's doing. But it's nice to see him develop. And that's what we need. Players oh, to kick yeah, on, I mean, and uh, yeah, it's great to see. I mean, um, before one podcast, you know, me and you were talking about uh, Sam Jones off the air, weren't we? Yeah, and we're saying, I think, I think he's a good player. He just needs to find his feet. Mm-hmm. And he admitted himself in an interview. I think it was on for. It took a while for him to get used to full time training, and yeah. So, but it seems to be reaping rewards. I just. Um, we need some goals from the strikers, to be fair, because mm-hmm. at the minute, if Sam Jones is not scoring, we don't seem to be scoring. So. Well, that brings us to my next question. Um, I think we're still in the market for a striker. Um, it was mentioned a few weeks ago in the press. It's went a bit quiet. I know there was one player who kind of priced out the market on, mm-hmm. supposedly. But you would imagine that we're still looking. And um, you would say uh, there's still room for a striker in that squad at the well, moment. The squad's getting bare. I mean, especially if... Um, Naya Bell's going to be out for any length of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they just managed to fill the bench on Saturday, didn't they? Yeah, I, I noticed that when he had four, was it four subs we had? How much you had to be yeah. fair. And mind you, Alfred and only had the same as well. I mean, I know you can have seven subs uh, in the FA Cup. Uh, Dan Bell has put, I'll be there on Wednesday, no Thursday, Letcher can put me off. So he must... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, he's 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 lucky that he can uh, come over and have a late one. He was no from Carlisle, I doubt. He will be, he will be. That's dedication for you coming over for long games like that. Um, one thing I was going to mention, it's actually just shot off the top of my head there when I was reading the <laughs> reading the message. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I cannot even remember what I was going to say there. No, I'm um, just looking a little bit further ahead. Um, obviously we're away to Maidstone. Um, uh, plastic pitch. Yeah, plastic pitch. It's so we've got two, well, as I say, we've got the home game on uh, Wednesday, obviously the Alfred, and then two away games in the space of five days: Maidstone uh, away, and then Guysley away. And uh, yeah, some tough games. But that's where I was going to mention. It's just come up to us. We were thinking that on the 29th that we might have had the return of Gary Mills, but he has um, left. Uh, Wrexham well, we and within yeah we, we did. didn't expect them to be here we didn't uh, but with less than 48 hours later he's appointed um, the York City manager no, so, really, and um, we believe that um, they're playing tonight and we know they'll win 1-0 earlier on with yeah. a Richard Brody goal and we were thinking to ourselves oh, how long has Richard Brody got left at York after his yeah. last spell under Gary Mills but uh, um, he probably started his call when he heard Mills was coming. Yeah, but but a goal will help his uh, his calls no end. But yeah, interesting one that wasn't it? Uh, uh, it was kind of predictable, I think. That the, but there was some fears. I mean, I'm glad. Um, not not much was paid too much uh, too much interest was paid onto it on Twitter when we we seen it um, that 
someone was putting money on um, Neil Aspen at 16 to 1. And there was a few tweets about it, mentioned that, linking him with the job, but I, I couldn't see it. And I just thought it was just one Martin well, causing the, a stir on Twitter by for himself. For a start, Neil Aspen just signed a two year contract. Exactly. So Bjork wouldn't have paid that money. It's no. as simple as that. Mm hmm. Oh, and York are two one down now, <laughs> apparently. So um, yeah. Oh, yeah. what a bloody shame! It is what a gutter. Uh, uh, but talk, keeping the conversation going about Gary Mills, I've got a lot, a lot of time for uh, Gary Mills. I know he left under a bit of a cloud here, mm-hmm. and, but I know those. I mean, we've said it lots of times. I, 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 I'm very thankful for what he did. I just, it was just uh, we know those things going on behind the scenes that. Not all fans knew about. Well, mm. No, well, no fan knew about. Obviously, that the club was going to be you know made available, mm. and Gary Mills knew that. But I just felt that the way he talked to the other press was quite uh, disrespectful, saying it would be an honour to manage Wrexham when he was still gated manager. Yeah, that's, um, that, that's, that, that, that was the only thing that burns that uh, yeah. that burns with me over the whole incident. But no, it gives us the best time in my life as a gated fan. So uh, thank you very much for that. I'll get that same can, final as long as I live. Can never ever be taken away from us, and of course, a great third round run in the FA Cup as well. Yeah, you've got uh, a West Brom. Mm-hmm. Good day out there at West Brom. Yeah. Got, I mean, I still, now and again, I, I still go on YouTube and just watch us constantly singing Superheat Army for about 45 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, I could barely speak when I come out the ground. Yeah, I was a good at it. Well, I watched that one on a stream from America because right. uh, I couldn't make it down because my mum was bad. And uh, as I say, in the first 40 minutes, you couldn't tell which team was Premier League and which side was conference. But yeah, and uh, also as well, there is some other breaking news with the game being on Wednesday night. Walking football at Gated Stadium on Wednesday night has been cancelled. Yeah. So it gives you a little bit more time to recover for the next game. Get the deep heat on, get the ice on that back, on the legs, and you'll be able to come back for the next session of walking football. And you'll be able to find out where and when oh, right love now. I'd love to have a game on that, yeah. Would you? Well, Simon Lowry, he's um, he's just back walking. So hopefully he'll be back playing walking football mm-hmm. shortly. Oh, well. So this is how you're going to play. Did you have some moves back in the day? Did you fancy yourself as a Gaza or a Maradona? Well, I tell you what, you can put them skills back to test with Gated Football Club's Silver Soccer Walking Football. For only £2, you can strut your stuff at a number of venues around Gated. And here they are, just to let you know where things are happening. At Redshift Boys Club, every Monday morning between 10am and 11am, you can get yourself down there. Liam Rangers are hosting some walking football, um, the venue that is, every Tuesday between 4 and 5pm. Rutherford, that is just near Lobley Hill, if you didn't know where that is, every Thursday at 12 noon till 1pm. So if you fancy getting yourselves along there. Also, get to the Leisure Centre every Monday between 1 and 2pm. The Elgin Centre, get yourself there, 11am till 12 noon. Get to the International Stadium every Wednesday at 6pm till 7pm. And at Cleveland Hall Community Centre on a Friday morning at 10am till 11am. As I say, it's only £2 a person. Get yourself along. You can contact Gated Football Club via their email at info at gated-fc.com or you can call them on 0191 478 3883. So get yourselves along to play the newest sensation in football for the over 45s. It's Walking Football with Gator Football Club. Well, that is how you do uh, 
well, find out all the information about your walking football. Get yourselves along. Um, I say it's become very popular. And um, I heard on Talk Sport the other day they were talking about about the rise of it on the continent as well. Um, it's quite big in Spain, but I think they've got better weather for the looser limbs. I think uh, well, over actually, there. Um, my stepdad's been playing walking football for about two years. There. Oh right. They've actually got a league. Have they? Aye. That's how it like, isn't it? Uh, that's sure they do better. Well, um, we've got a message from Arvid. He's put, um, enjoying the show, lads. Sitting here at home, listening with a cup of tea. Can you believe that? Well, we can't we actually... We can't actually, Arvid, no. <laughs> so, so we can't actually believe that. So we're going to ring him and find out about why he's drinking tea, but also we'll find out what he thinks about the FA Cup as well. And um, a little bit of news about your game. They lost 2-1 to Cruising. So... Sounds a bit of a dodgy game there for them. But we're calling Norway at the moment. Coming Norway. Oh. Hello, Arvid. Hello. Podcast calling Arvid. Can you hear us, Arvid? I think as he hung up, he's hung up on us, the swain. Well, I'm sure he'll ring us back. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> None of them cost you. It, but... it was planned. We did ask him if we could ring him, so don't worry. We'll have him just randomly rang him while he's having his cup of tea. So we'll speak to him. But yeah, the say uh, FA Cup there. So Cruz and Aston. Uh, Ashton, sorry. Um, that's it. Oh, well, Arvid has ring us back quite soon there. So hello, Arvid. Hello. Arvid, I don't know if Arvid has quite grasped how you talk on a phone these days. Um, what? Oh, he's ringing again. He's ringing again. So here Is we are. Fire? Hello, Arvid. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello, Arvid. Hey. Yeah, we we got there eventually, Arvid. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thanks. Yes. And you? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm all the better for talking to you, Arvid. What a snob. But what, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, first of all, first things first, you're drinking tea and not alcohol. Why is this? Oh, well, I'm uh, a grown-up man. I have to have my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arvid, we've, we've had the FA Cup draw. What do you think about it? Well, I think um, it's good to be uh, get a two-all two draw and uh, get a rematch at home. And... Uh, I hope we'll, uh, we'll win um, uh, on Wednesday and uh, run over Newport at home. It would be nice, wouldn't they it? They deserve a smacking. Yeah, they do, like, <laughs> for pitch gate. Yeah, um, as I said, if anyone isn't aware of what happened, was well, so obviously, yes, I'm still here, don't worry. Um, uh, oh, hello. Hello, we're hello. still here. Can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. good. I'm um, just telling the people if people don't, aren't aware that obviously we had a, a dodgy pitch a few years ago and uh, Newport went on to win the league that year, but they tried to blame us for a bit of a dodgy run in against uh, yeah. other teams. But they've had uh, their own trouble since. And um, well, yeah. how appropriate is that we could get to play them in the first round of the FA Cup? Mm-hmm. Could. I think that's uh, that, that's bloody fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so um, Arvid, do you think? Um, are you hoping that it might get picked up as a TV game? I mean, I, I'm, I, I, you know, because obviously you, you don't get the. So uh, you, you're a bit low. Uh, I can't hear what you're saying. There, can you hear us now? Is that better? Yes, yes, that's better. That's better. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm having to push the the lead into my phone a little bit harder. Um, but as I say, are you hoping that it might be a TV game? I hope so, so I can uh, stream it uh, online and uh, watch it uh, here. Yes. 
That yeah. would have been great. Yeah, yeah. The fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You never know because I think is it four or five games are played across um, the Some FA Cup weekend on both BBC and BT yeah. Sports. So there, there's a slight chance. Um, but as I say, we know BT Sport aren't too keen on uh, putting our games on. Yeah. But, uh, but Arvid, what, oh. what, what's it been like? I mean, a couple of years ago, you were getting to see maybe a couple of games a season online. Um, and now it's kind of dried up again. It must be a bit of frustration when you're listening from afar. Yeah, it is, but uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, of course it is. Uh, it's a uh, it's a shame that it's not on TV. But, uh, it's a great that you have the podcast going, live updates on the podcast. That's fantastic for us uh, overseas fans. Oh, well, that's nice. That's, that's, nice it? that's just so we're ringing back again in the future, isn't it? Uh, uh, we're still in yeah. Chuck. <laughs> we're still in Chuck. He's drinking tea. <laughs> I know, and. Uh, 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 <laughs> Uh, people who may not know you, Arvid, you're quite the keen cyclist these days, and I believe you were in a race the other week in Germany, was it? Yes, I was down in Germany racing for uh, for about uh, three hours. Yes. And then, did you win? No, um, but uh, <laughs> I was uh, one of the 600 best out of 1,500 people. So it's okay. Hey, you're doing canny there, like, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am. So how's the family more to the point? Sorry? How's the family? Ah, the family is great. The boys are growing up and uh, the wife is uh, just fantastic. And yes, well, oh, well oh, life is good. good. Are you going to be bringing the boys over to their first Gateshead game more importantly? I hope so. Hope so. Um, yeah, though, probably it? next year, I think. Oh, really, that'll be good. Have you got them the tops as well? Mm. Have if you, I got, have you got the shirts for them yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have uh, a couple of shirts. Oh, that's them, them both. Oh well, that's great. Yes. Well, so, Ovid, thank you very much yes, for talking to us, and um, we'll speak to you soon, no doubt. And hopefully, you'll be over again soon. Hopefully, for an FA Cup game, if we get a big one. If we're fortunate enough, to yeah, uh, I'm, I'm uh, thinking about the Newport match, so uh, we'll oh, yeah. see. Ooh. Oh well, fingers crossed. Well, fingers crossed, what, we get oh, through. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that. So, uh, yeah, the, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it clearly out. depends on the the result on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Well, at least we know that this it'll be more be hanging in the balance for you than in that game for maybe another potential trip to God's country. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, on that note, Arvid will say thank you very much and we'll speak to you soon. Oh. Yes, see you soon. Right, bye. See you later, Arvid. Well, we didn't think we'd be speaking to Norway tonight, and we have done. And also, as well, if you are a listener from afar um, and you'd like to talk to us, we know that there's lots of listeners all over the world that listen in from obscure places. And if you'd like to talk to us, we can do it over Facebook. It's quite easy, like we did there. Hopefully, um, my phone won't fall off its holder, and then we won't get any little crackle and, and uh, little bit of disconnection like we did with over there. Sorry about that, everybody. But if you'd like to talk to us, and we spoke to uh, Dean Seaver in Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. we'd love to hear from more American listeners. We know there's one or two over there and also the florida branch would like to hear from them that would be yeah, good i think it's about time when the florida branch yes we'd like to hear from you and I'll say, dish up some gossip not only abroad you would like to hear from you if you anywhere you're listening from in uh the british isles as well and as i say that's where it's all about wanting to get you involved in the show uh, well, um steely bird on. 
Oh, yes. Um, well, as I say, we're going to play a message from our friends at Sylvester Properties. And uh, as I say, we're approaching near the end of the podcast, uh, just over 10 minutes left. So uh, what are your predictions for Wednesday night? I'm just hoping for a win. Sylvester Properties is one of the fastest growing estate agents in the Northeast. At Sylvester Properties, they don't just put a board up outside of your house and hope for the best. They are specialists in social media marketing, using an array of online resources to find the best buyer or tenant for your property. As an innovative up-and-coming company, we know that one size does not fit all, so each of their packages is tailor-made to suit your needs and preferences. Whether looking to sell, rent or invest in a property, Sylvester Properties has the customer service skills, property marketing, expertise and resources to get you the best results in record time. Contact one of our team on 01207 262111 or alternatively on 0191 500 5252. Well, you might want to get your national lottery numbers from Dan Bell because he's on a predicting mission here. He's put 3 1 to the heat on Wednesday. Danny Johnson, Sam Jones, and Wes York with the goals. Well, I would take that now. Thank you very much, Sam. Um, any idea on the lottery numbers? Uh, as I say, you were just saying when we were off air there, this game reminds you of a, a, another time we're in the FA Cup because there is a few similarities. Um, Torquay, uh, sorry, Telford at home replay. We went down there, drew nils each with 10 men actually. Preeny got sent off. We got back here and who were, we drew Cambridge away, hadn't we? Mm-hmm. And uh, Telford were. Riding high at the time as well. Mm-hmm. Well, um, not to look too far ahead, obviously, because we know Alfred not going to be a, a good test for us at home on Wednesday. Um, but there is another similarity with a, a, another cup run that we had uh, when we played Halifax when they were bottom of the league. Uh, and you know, we went uh, obviously I know it's at home, but no. uh, you know, when a team's bottom of the league, uh, especially bottom of the football league, when they hit a low, you hit a low, and. Um, you know, it, it's just it, it. You know, it's all set up, isn't it? You know, it is. I mean, um, we went to Halifax. I mean, we won in Unibond, and they were bottom of League Two at the time. And if you remember rightly, they forgot to put the teapots in the away dressing room, hadn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was absolute hell on, and they come out so fired up at second half. They battered Halifax at second half. Yeah. Is a, I, mean, I think I've got someone put it online, didn't they, that game? I think oh, uh, I got it on the DVD. It was a, it was a, it was a good was game. A, if you ever get, get a chance, uh, go on YouTube, watch Gator versus, Halifax versus Gates in the FA Cup. Cracking game. And also as well, you may have seen a photo of a bunch of Heed legends if you're friends with a couple of former Gator players on Facebook. Paul Thompson posted a photo. Uh, Derek Ord. Uh, Paul Proudlock, Brian Rowe, Rowe, uh, who was the corner, Corner and Paul Thompson. So um, I did put on, I did comment on it saying future podcast guests and it got a couple of likes off the players. So hopefully we can, uh, hello, would you be able to cope with Brian Rowe in the studio? Oh, yeah, I could actually, because yeah. Brian's a, a funny lad, but yeah. I, mean, he, I would give him some shit there. there Language, he's so always going to drop one in on the 50-minute mark. Uh, I would give him some grief for that kissing the badge lock applied, but yeah. uh, 
one person I would I would love to have in here would be well the two of them would be Davy Corner and uh, Paul Prowler because they are two really funny guys. Yeah, uh, obviously great players as well for Gateshead. Audi as well, I'd like to see Audi here as well. Yeah, I'd like to see Audi. I always remember that uh, goal he scored against uh, Stevenage Borough. If you've ever seen classic goals over the years and think of Roberto Carlos smacking them from left back, well, oh, was it, it, gets more, it gets more yards every time I see it. Yeah, but it was I think a good 30 yards. It's a good 30 yards, but yeah. we'll, you know, for nostalgia, we'll say 35. Uh, yeah. Sorry, 55. Uh, it was about 30 <laughs> yards and it never left about what? It never, it never uh, veered or anything. Did it? Yeah. Six inches off the floor, he just smacked it and it just whizzed. Oh, it was, it was, it never veered at all. Did it? It was no. a straight line. You, you can't, you couldn't have hit a ball any sweeter at all. Uh, I don't think Derek Gold could. Nah, but uh, yeah, it was uh, a good player, Derek. Oh, he was. Uh, he was uh, in the team when my first few years as a Gateshead fan. Uh, well, let's see. About eight minutes left, and we're going to wrap it up early. Uh, because we want to get a cup of tea, uh, and uh, mm, I want I, I want to do with a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we might, might have a cup of coffee, but uh, we'll wrap it up early. Um, we will be back next Sunday, um, and uh, hopefully we're talking about three points, and hopefully being in the first round of the FA Cup. Come and on, lads, get as many as your mates there, and get with the heat army singing course, and remember, shouting and dancing on it, Wednesday night. It is only ten pound admission, five pound concessions, and two pound under sixteens. So there's no excuses. Get there, let's get gated into the first round of the FA Cup and let's make a name for ourselves this year because there's nothing better than a cup run to get your name out there and get the people of Tyneside interested. So why not start early and get them involved just before it starts? So we'll see you next on Sunday and uh, hopefully, as I said before, we're celebrating three points and being in the first round. Bye. See you later. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.